what I do that that opening, don't you there, Joe? I do. I do. I love it. Uh, we are here for another uh, episode of Bulls in the Ring. We are. We are over Skype. We are. And I am wearing a union suit. You are. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's it, Tom looks like he's getting ready for bed. Yes. With the... Well, I'm I'm upstairs because uh. We have guests for the week because it is it is Thanksgiving week, mm-hmm. and uh, we have guests. So I'm upstairs in the uh, hiding in our bedroom just so that the noise isn't there. Yeah. And um, there's no heater up here. There's it's there's no uh, heat up in the second floor of the house, so it, it gets a little brisk up here. Are you hiding? No, no. Oh. I was watching. I was actually I was catching up on The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. How far? How far? Uh, how far? I'm one episode. I'm, I'm the last episode for before the, like the fall mid mid season finale. Thing. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't watch this past weeks yet. Yeah, that's the one I'm on. Are you liking but, this uh, this season? I do like this season. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just I wish there was a little more movement in it. It can be slow. Yeah. It, it, there's some episodes that are slow. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm wrapped up in my blanket here. I'm sitting on. We don't have any chairs up here, so I'm sitting on. Like, if you were to go to a like a soccer game and sit on the side, because you know if they didn't have bleachers, you bring your own chair. Yeah. I'm sitting in one of those. I am in a. I am in a union suit, <laughs> and I'm wrapped up in a blanket. Is the union and suit actually, with the flap on the back? Oh, there is a, there is a flap in the back. Yes. Do you use that? <laughs> I, this is the first time I bought it today. Oh, I you bought, bought this today. <laughs> I remember and Mr. X had one many years ago. What's that? Mr. X used to have one many years ago. Oh yes, yes. But I, uh, I, you remember uh, from Jackass? There was the the midget and then the fat guy who would chase him. Yeah. That's what I look like now in this thing. I look like him. Remember he would wear like that like one piece like leotard type thing. Yeah, it was like gray or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, like I kind of look like that when I when I. When I stand with my profile. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's that tight? Uh, yeah, it's a little tight. Oof. Yeah. But it's it's very warm. Is it? It's, it's very nice. I wish I would have had this for uh, when we went uh, on Guy's Weekend. Yeah, that would have been a sight to see. <laughs> yeah. Can you... I would have just, just went out with this on. Can you sleep in that, though? Oh, yeah, definitely. See, I'm more, I, I like things I loose. I think you would sweat, though. Yeah. I gotta you wear would, loose. Would, I gotta wear loose clothing when I'm sleeping. Oh yeah, I'm just a boxer guy. Oh okay. For all you ladies out there getting excited, <laughs> picture that. Actually, last night, um, big but my pop- wife goes to bed with no glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big uh, Big Papa and I actually went to uh, the city yesterday. We saw uh, Dan Soder do an oh, okay. uh, interview for Unmasked, which is like a serious satellite radio. Uh, interview show, and, you know, I got home pretty late, I got home, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I just stripped down, I didn't even bother trying to find, like, my sleeping clothes, I just, and I slept in my boxers, and, like, it was cold, so, like, I, warming up is, like, the best feeling in the world, like, getting into bed and warming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was just, so you said you're sitting, you're sleeping in your boxers, so, last night I did that, I slept in, I slept in my boxers, it was pretty nice. Oh, I, I, I can't, I, like, people who sleep with socks on mm-hmm. or, like, shirts on, I just, I, it, like, it's rough to me. I, I, like, I can't do it. I can't sleep with socks. Well, sometimes I can, but for the most part, I, I don't like sleeping with socks on. 
Oh no, it, it just oh. it's got to be freezing cold for me to sleep with socks on. I don't think I've slept with socks on in maybe thirty years. <laughs> you know the exact, you know the exact it's, day. <laughs> it's it's the day that I, I it, it, kind of ironic. It was the day that I the last time I wore a onesie to bed. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, nice! I had those footy pajamas, right? And, and, and Care Bears apparently, apparently, thirty years later, I, I have reverted back to being an eight-year-old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> so what's uh, what's been going on in your world since we last spoke? Uh, my in-laws are here. Mm-hmm. I gathered that. Uh, we, uh, we the house is coming along. They uh, apparently is uh, all hands on deck. There, they they want to get us in. Um, Originally, it was talked about us getting in by Thanksgiving, but uh, windows that were supposed to be put in were three weeks late. Mm -hmm. I think I've explained it, but um, everything's kind of in now, and we are, uh, they are all in about getting the tile work done in the bathrooms and the uh, hardwood floors put in. So, soon we will be uh, reunited, and we'll uh, we'll be doing it from the bullpen again. Wonderful. Yes. Hopefully soon, because it's getting cold out. Yeah, it, it, it was, I walked out this morning, I'm like, oh man, it is wonderful out. I'm like, I'm going to have a cigar later, because, interesting story, I've only had one cigar in the past, like, 13 days. See, that's probably the same with me, last time I had a cigar was, last time we I saw you. Yeah, I think that would have been, it was, I haven't had any since then, until two days ago, I had yeah. a, a real, I had a real small one. Okay. And I was gonna. I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have one today." And we had some running around to do. And when I got back, the wind had picked up, and I'm like, "Oh no!" And it is ice cold out now. Yeah, now it is. I just went outside before to uh, take the garbage in, and it was really windy out. <laughs> yeah, really windy out. So I went, yeah, I haven't had a. This is usually a time of year when my cigar smoking really dies down. Mm-hmm. And I really don't. I mean, I remember last year, like we were doing the, um, we were doing the show in your basement. So I was, yeah. I really wasn't smoking for a while. I mean, I'll, I'll do it at work, but I've gotten really um, to the point where like, I just don't want to like be out. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't want to just have to like step out of the building and and have one, right. and it's just. I just don't anymore. I'm just like, screw this. Yeah. It, it's it's terrible. But yeah, are you all set for Thanksgiving? Uh, see, the Thanksgiving's a little unusual this year because it's my daughter's birthday that day. Oh, is it nice? Yeah. So she's having mozzarella sticks for for Thanksgiving dinner. Yep, for Thanksgiving dinner, she wants mozzarella sticks. <laughs> um, we're not doing like a, I guess you could say it's like a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of not. Like, we're not doing a whole turkey. We're just doing a turkey breast. We're not putting it in the oven for like five hours so the whole house smells of turkey. We're just throwing it in the, the turkey breast in the crock pot and going to just kind of go like on that. Okay. Now it's it, it's a little hard to cook here. Yeah, you know, I, not, I get that. It's not our normal way of going about things. So. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm spending it with the wife's family this year. Yeah, do you have any traditions? Um, well, I have my own tradition. I usually watch uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Thanksgiving Eve. Okay. That's my tradition. Uh, but in ter- what do you mean, like, Thanksgiving traditions? Like, Yeah, like, do you have to have turkey? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, they use that's usually what I eat, or like ham, turkey, ham. I mean, I don't know what they have. They usually have a bunch of food. Oh, okay. Because um, last year I think we did burgers. Yeah, you did do burgers. <laughs> I, remember, I remember hearing that. Um, yeah. I was looking forward to getting drunk on Thanksgiving, but um, I elected to work overtime on Friday, so I can't. I can't get really drunk on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I could, doing- but. <laughs> What? You don't uh you don't work a lot of overtime anymore, do you? Not since I've been in the office job, no. No, and I'm working a bunch next week. Like I'm I'm working late a couple of days and the next Friday I'm working all day, so Is uh, there a reason for this or is yeah, it just because, um I work in I guess I could really say I work in a payroll department and payroll closes on a Thursday. Okay. Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. So um, because of that, we're like, we're working late. We got to kind of stay on top of it and close. Now payroll's going to close next Wednesday at six. Right. So they asked if I could stay to kind of just like make sure everything's running smoothly. And cause if there's an outstanding person and it's not fixed before that closes, that person won't get paid for whatever the mistake was. Oh, okay. Um, on top of that, one, the, our backup guy, like if I was not there or someone else wasn't there, um, this guy would back up. He left. Now he's gone. So there's no backup anymore. He left, left. Yeah, he uh, he got another job in, on where I am. <laughs> okay. He got a different position. Okay. I almost said where I worked. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then now in Christmas, when that's coming up, there's going to be more overtime. So I got need all the money I can get these days. So. Oh, yeah, I... Uh... I uh I love my overtime and it's it's quickly drying up. Why is that? Just kind of. Uh, we've hired a few people and things oh, along really? those lines, so it's uh it's definitely dwindling fast. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't hear you talking about working overtime too much anymore. I mean, no, I still put in like at least twenty sixteen to twenty four hours of pay period. Oh, but, okay. Like. My pay period ends on Wednesday, and all I have right now is two and a half hours. So, uh, actually, as you listen to this, it will be Saturday morning, and I'm going to be, the the girls are both in this after-school program um, for running. Yeah. And we all have to do, me, them, and the wife, which should be interesting, have to do a uh, 5K. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, we're doing the 5K. I might just do it in the union suit. You should. Um, You should do that. I'll get a little midget to chase around, and then it'll be like jackass. I'll just chase my kid around. It'll right. look like that. <laughs> um, after that, we're going to the Bronx Zoo, because I guess they have like Christmas lights and stuff up now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going in for a midnight shift, and oh, I'm going to be working a midnight shift and then a day shift. Oh, shit. Because there's overtime available. God damn, that's a long fucking day. Yeah, I'll probably be up like 40-some hours. Yeah, I would say so. And and so you're going to this running th- you're gonna run. Run. Then you're gonna walk around the fucking zoo. <laughs> yep. And then I'm gonna do gonna sixteen be- hours at work. Yeah, you- <laughs> well God <laughs> please don't fall asleep at the wheel. 
<laughs> God damn. Oh, uh, this is normal. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're used to it, but holy shit. If I knew I was working, I'd be, I wouldn't be going anywhere. Nah, that don't bother me. Yeah, right, well, that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Alright, well, let's, let's hop into some stuff that happened this week. Um, we talk about Jim Cornette a lot. Well, not a lot, but pretty often on this show. I know you like his podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got in a bit of hot water this week. He worked for the NWA. The NWA, which is owned by... Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins is starting to kind of rebuild itself as an independent wrestling. Okay. And they have a, a every Tuesday on, on YouTube, you can watch their show, NWA Power. And it looks like it's in a studio. Like, do you remember, like, the uh, old um, WCW Saturday Night? Or, yeah, Glow. It's in a studio, and it's, like, wrestling. So, a wrestler by the name of uh, Trevor Murdoch was wrestling, who, um... If anyone knows WWF, he was in there like in like the mid two thousands, um, and he was talking about his toughness, how tough he is, and he said, uh, "Trevor Murdoch is uh, the only man I've ever known that could strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia." <laughs> so, right. now, now how do you take that? Guy has a very good fuel mileage. And- <laughs> no, I mean like, all right, he, he's like that's like uh, Tom. Tom's the toughest guy I know. He can strap a bucket of fried chicken to his back and go across Ethiopia on a scooter. Like what? Would, like how would you take that to mean? Would you think that'd be racist? I guess if you're looking at it from that angle, but to me, it's kind like it's kind of a comment that don't make sense. To me, it does, because Ethiopia is like a poor country where everyone's starving. Yes, but like, if he... I think I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking into it too much. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I think if he maybe, uh... I don't know, I, I... Yeah, I just, I think I'm thinking into it too much, because if, he, if he's on the scooter and all these people are hungry, they're not going to have the energy to chase him down. You're really, you're really, thinking. really yeah. it's supposed to be a play that the guy's tough enough where he like, he's not afraid to like do something. Like, he's not afraid of like people hunting him down on like a motorcycle. Yeah. That's well, I, well, as you were saying that too, I just had gotten a, 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 a voicemail about overtime on a Sunday. So <laughs> really? yeah, that's, that's where I, I, I kind of heard the, the uh, comment, but I was, all that went through my head at that moment in time was, Ooh, money. <laughs> so <laughs> So That's gonna, right. I was kind of half listening. So you're gonna be up for uh, 48 hours then, instead of 40, huh? Hey, listen, if I could do a triple, I would. I don't think you can, right? I've done a few in my day. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, so they put the episode. Yes, up. it is racist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now that now that I, I cleared my head and explained, because uh, I kind you could probably see that I had like kind of a confused look on my face, and that's where no, I, I really I can't just... see your face. I see your silhouette. And I okay. see, like, the background. I see, like, a shirt's hanging up behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's a little dark. Now I kind of see you. Okay. Now I kind of see you. But, uh, so anyway. I, I, I look like an angel. I, I have uh, a glowing uh, halo around my head here. Yeah, well, that's going a little too much. But <laughs> Anyway, so they put the episode up, and then they took the episode down with, like, that part edited out. And then the next day, 
uh, and the NWA released this. Effective immediately, Jim Cornette has resigned from the National Wrestling Alliance as an announcer on the November 19th edition of NWA Power. Jim made remarks during a singles match between Nick Aldis, Aldis and Trevor Murdoch that were both offensive and do not meet the high standards of decency and good faith of the National Wrestling Alliance. To ensure that such an error can never happen again, we've established new procedures of review for all NWA programming going forward. So he is out of there. Uh, I really can't wait to hear his podcast this week. Yeah, he is gonna he is gonna go ballistic on yeah. that. Um, I think it was a stupid comment. Um, he's saying it's meant to sound like it's like a, a, the people are hungry there, like and that's why he said it, but. He used the wrong food. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, he said you, like a, a you sack of cheeseburgers, a better, uh, better entree than that. Yeah, he should have said like cheeseburgers, but he said fried chicken and yeah, that's uh, wrong. Wrong choice of food. Now he's in, now he's has no job. So. Yeah, but you know, is Ethiopia really known for their uh, their KFCs or their Popeyes or their Chick Fil A's? No, they're just known for having no food. Yeah. <laughs> so, they may not even know what fried chicken is. They probably they probably don't. They probably so. don't. Um, a little bit of retiring news this week. Yeah, one guy gets fired, one guy retires. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, Mr. Uh, seven Time, is uh, retiring after next season. Which, uh, it's... That's kind of... He's one of the last ones of, like... That big-time error. You know, you had Tony Stewart a few years ago. You had Jeff Gordon. Kevin Harvick still racing. But Jimmy Johnson's a big name. He, he, you know, probably for the past 20 years, he's definitely the, a face on Mount Rushmore of uh, NASCAR. And he's uh, he's retiring. So he's he has not had very good seasons as of late. And I guess he's hanging up his, uh, his gear shifter. Yeah, I was going to say, he's definitely one of the only few people I know from, from racing. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, he was the dominant, dominant guy. I think he had uh, five championships in a row. I mean. Yeah. That's, that's quite impressive. When was that? Like, maybe like the early 2000s? Uh, I can't remember what years they were. But yeah, I mean, he was, he was one in, it might have been late 2000s. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, he. I mean, think about it. That's 36 races mm-hmm. every year. And the win it five times in a row. Like, you have to be dominant. Now, yeah. That, that's a, it, it was, you know, a, quite an accomplishment. So. Yeah. So, I have, I have a little bit of confession to make. When you, when we, now, usually before the show goes on, Tom and I are talking about what we're going to talk about and all this stuff. So, when you said Jimmy Johnson's retiring... I'm thinking to myself. You meant Fox I'm like, News. I'm like, he he does Fox Sports for an hour on Sunday. Like, what are you retiring from? <laughs> so when I looked it up, I saw Jimmy Johnson, the 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 racer. I was like, oh, that guy. <laughs> I'm like, how fucking? I'm like, you fucker. Like, you work one day, like sixteen days a year, and oh, you're yeah. retiring. <laughs> hey, they have the playoffs. They they do the playoff yeah, games. That's, that's true. Okay, so twenty three days a year. Yeah, I, I guess we never even talked about this either. But uh, they were actually up at uh, West Point last week. Oh, were they? 
or was it last week or two weeks ago? Oh, it was um, it was last weekend because I was talking to someone at work and they said Howie Long was there. Yeah. So it was like I think it was uh, I think it was last Sunday. Or yeah, two- one of my uh, one of my former coworkers is a uh, he works up there and he actually um, was driving them around. Oh yeah. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw and Jimmy Johnson. He was then Kurt Menefee. Hmm. He was driving them around up there. Really. Wow. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Double J, not Jeff Jarrett, yeah. the other one is is uh, he is retiring. So oh. not the not the football one, the NASCAR <laughs> so guy. So when's Joe. his when's his last race? It, well, David, uh, I don't think they put out this. Or did they put out the schedule? It would probably be Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, okay. it'll be it'll be Phoenix, and that'd be in two thousand twenty. 2020. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I'm really like kind of lost with uh, without uh, it on because last week was the final week of it, mm-hmm. and I I don't know what like it, that would so. usually take up between if all three guys were all three uh, series were going between qualifying and the race, it would be almost like 12 hours a weekend that I I have freed up now. <laughs> I guess your kids are gonna get a lot more attention now. <laughs> no, no. But racing's weird because, like, now it's over, but it comes back in like what late January, right? Yeah, it's got one of the shortest off seasons. Yeah, so it's not like you're. It's not like football where you're waiting pretty much almost like a full year for it. You kind of yeah. You don't have. You just have to go through the holidays, and it's pretty much NASCAR season again. Yeah, as soon as Super Bowl's done. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's like right now. It might be like eighty three days, eighty two days away. Yeah, that's that's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. So. Well, so you, you we brought up football and Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick had a workout this week. Everyone's yeah. favorite quarterback. Uh, um, I'm just go ahead. Uh, I'm just. I was just saying. I guess. Uh, you know, wherever he goes, it has to be controversy and. I think it's great that as of now, as of recording time, he's been he hasn't been signed and it probably won't be signed. I don't think he's gonna be. No. He I mean, he's thirty what, thirty one years old, hasn't played in the league in three years. Mm-hmm. He was mediocre at the end there. Why would anyone sign him? And if he, they do sign him, why would you want that distraction on your team? Well it says here uh, according to his attorney, Colin Kaepernick's attorney Two teams are interested, but that could also be bullshit. That's what I think. It could just be like a team out there that's not like, oh, they're interested. Maybe I should swoop in and get them, but I don't think that's the case this time around. I think uh, I think no one's interested, and I think they're kind of trying to save face. Yeah, I mean, he could say half the league's interested, but no one from the league is going to say uh, we're not because then – what do they look like? They look like they're, you know, the bad guys. Yeah. My question, though, is say he comes back. Say some team does sign him. Do you think he'll pull that bullshit again with the kneeling? Absolutely. One, I mean, one million he's, percent. He he's will. pretty much known for that. But I think, yeah. but you don't see people doing it anymore. No. It's kind of come and gone. Um, I think if he came back and they did it again, it would. I think it might start some shit again. 
And yeah. after it all died down and NFL's recovering from it, like, and now they're gonna, he's going to start this shit again? Why do you want the distraction? Right. Especially, he's probably, if he does come back, it's going to be as a backup. Mm-hmm. Because there's really no team desperate enough at this point. Because if you're going to be bad, why do you want to sign a guy like... It's not like, say, uh, the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like, Tom Brady went down, and they need a good quarterback in there to, to you know, keep the playoff run going. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah. he's He's got so much baggage. And think about this, you know, he... His actions really have hurt the NFL. Like, oh, there are people that a couple there are people ago. that definitely don't listen or, or watch as they used to. Yeah. And now, you know, people may have still watched because they're like, you know what? It ain't my team. I got to support my team. Mm-hmm. But now he comes to your team. Yeah. Now you're like, what the fuck? Like, what would you do if he became a Steeler? I would probably stop watching football. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, I, would you really? I think so, because it's one thing that really, like, really what kind of kept me going with watching football was, it sounds stupid to say, but, like, I was doing really good in fantasy football. Yeah. I was winning, you know, I won, like, two championships in a row, and I was I was doing really good, and I have, like, really good teams on, on – uh, you know, keeper leagues, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to lose that. Right. So that's what kind of kept me going. But like NFL Sunday Pass this year, I didn't get it. Yeah. I you know I I watch I watch the game like with half an eye. You know, mm-hmm. I I would mainly just kind of just keep refreshing my fantasy team. And if it was between like a race and a game, I'll uh I'll watch a race. Mm-hmm. And even the uh this when the Steelers played the the Bengals, last week, they were on primetime. I didn't even watch it until the end. Really? Yeah, I just... It, I definitely have not been as, like, all-in watching as I used to. Hmm. So. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm in the same boat. I, I think I mentioned this last week when we talked. I watched maybe the first five games in the season, and then after that, I kind of... I just haven't been as into it. Plus, my my teams have been shitty, so that kind of prevented me from oh, yeah. watching it. Um, I mean, I don't think the Steelers are going to sign Kaepernick. From what they said, not too many teams showed up. Um, well, you want to know why? Is it a dick? <laughs> well, that's it. But he, he, him being a dick, they I guess they were supposed to um, have it at some field. I don't know. If, where, but in Atlanta, and like, I think like maybe like an hour or two before this was supposed to kick off, he changed the venue like forty miles away. Yeah, hm. just to be like a dick. Really? Yeah. You know, and again, do you really want this headache? I mean, he's wearing a, uh, you know, he was his help that was with him. Yeah. You know, they, they had, like, politically motivated shirts on. He was wearing a shirt that said Kunta Kinte, you know, mm-hmm. based off of the, the character from the Roots movie. What it's like, heck? you know, listen, you want to do that? That's fine. But, like, you're auditioning for a job where 
you were kicked, pretty much you were blacklisted out of the league for being kind of outspoken in a way. Yeah. And now you're gonna wear a shirt that could be that way. Right. It just to me, it's 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 not a it's not a smart move. You know. Yeah. Maybe if you wore a shirt like Unity or, um, you know, something something positive, a positive message, maybe then it wouldn't have been as bad. But to wear something like that, and it's not in any negative light, it's just like, really? Like, you haven't learned. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may find that, you know, they may not like it. And now, now you're doing that. It, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's, it's not a, it's not a smart thing to do. Just... You know, be humble, do do what you're supposed to do, and not be a dick, but he just can't help himself. Yeah, yeah, he really can't. He's a dick. Oh. Oh, oh fuck him. I, ho- I really yeah. hope no one signs his ass. No, I hope not either. I mean, he don't need the money Nike's paying him, which, again, even that, like, you know, I, I refuse to buy Nike products, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. So, I won't give him any of my money. Yeah, yeah. Just so everyone knows, right there, we had a we had to we had to pause it briefly. There was a brief pause in the episode there because um, as I am upstairs freezing underneath this blanket in my union suit, Joe is sitting in a robe, right? Yes. Joe's in his robe, and it looks like he's in like a closet. <laughs> I see like I see like Tupperware baskets behind him, and and. Like a purpley wig thing, what like a purple it? hat bucket round thing there. Oh, it's it's like a bucket. It's like a it looks yeah. like a hat box. Yeah, hat box. That's yeah. what I couldn't think of it. Yeah, and he's got you know the blue Tupperware behind him and all this, and <laughs> apparently some uh, people at your house had come into the room and like we 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 stopped it because of the commotion of it. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> the way you were looking, you it's like. You didn't want them to know that we were on together. <laughs> <laughs> you were like high, like you, you like kept like moving the computer. I don't even know if you noticed you were doing it, but like you kept moving the computer and you were like looking away from the screen. You were doing everything to make it not look like that. Really? And I, yeah. And I think you drank like four beers right there. Cause every time like there, you were just, you were chugging it down. Like it, <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but these people walked into this closet and they see you in a robe <laughs> chugging beer like an alcoholic <laughs> hiding from his family. <laughs> that was one of the best like five minutes of my life on this podcast. First, <laughs> first off, dying right there. First off, all right, I'm in the garage. Okay, okay, right. I'm not in the closet. Right, I'm you're in the garage. Gar- Secondly, I don't know. I just get like, uh, like it was my brother-in-law and like two of his friends, I think. No, it was, uh, my sister-in-law's friend's husband and his brother-in-law. So I don't know them too well. But you looked so uncomfortable and unusual like sitting, you were literally I was, just chugging beer. I was like, really uncomfortable. I was, cause I, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm just very private, I guess. Yeah, and just, just the fact that you're in a robe in your garage chugging beer. 
with no one else around. It must have just looked so strange. I'm very curious. I heard them come in, and I'm just saying to myself, like, please don't come in the garage. Please don't come in the garage. And I heard the voices getting closer and closer, and then all of a sudden the door opens. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you, you looked like someone hiding from, like, a, a horror movie <laughs> monster. <laughs> That, that was that was absolutely oh shit great. yeah it looks like I'm up to no good in here yeah literally like an alcoholic hiding from your family while chugging beer in the garage where do you leave your beer as well do you leave is there is there a ice box in the garage like my main supply yeah no I have a refrigerator uh, down in the basement okay so you bring beer with you when you go into yeah that but... might even look see. Yeah, but that might even look worse now that you're smuggling beer into the garage. I don't know what's worse. If there was an ice box where you were getting beer from. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious what they thought was going on yes. here. Yeah, that, that that was definitely uh, one of the most memorable moments so far with me doing this. Oh, really? Oh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it so much. <laughs> I, I was cracking up over here. Were you? Yeah, I, I was. I, you couldn't see it, but I was just dying laughing. I just fucking. I don't know. Like you know. The thing is that, okay, so, like, my, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law don't live here anymore, but, like, it's kind of like, I don't know, they just come and go as they please still, so it's like, there's no fucking privacy here. Okay. You know? It's just like, all I want is an hour to do my fucking podcast. Yeah. And it's like, I can't even do that, so, whatever. Back to Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just uh, again, uh, I hope he never plays football again. Uh, no, I don't think he's gonna. I really, I can't see a team picking him up. I'd be shocked if they did. I'd be shocked. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, well, speaking of piece of shit, um, Ellie Golding is holding up the Thanksgiving game. Yeah, she's like strong arming the Salvation Army. Yeah. Because, um, I guess she's supposed to be doing the halftime show. Right. And with that, she um, she vowed to drop out of it if – and this is and the Salvation Army is a Christian-based um, organization. Yes. So, I mean, we all kind of know where Christian organizations um, come from on their stance of like the LGBTQ, whatever the other letters are in the thing. You know, mm-hmm. their stance on that. And she pretty much has um, come out and said, if you don't make a large donation to that group, I'm not going to do the halftime show. If they don't or if they do? If they don't make a donation, she will not do the halftime show. Oh, okay. All right. So she's kind of like blackmailing them in a way, Um, you know, because I'm assuming that they've probably already set up, you know, everything for her to perform and this and that. But there is a... uh, there's a artist, he's a rock star, uh, named Dave Bray. Okay. He, uh, he's a U.S. Uh, vet, and he's a, you know, he's in, uh, I guess, a rock band. I guess it's called Dave Bray USA. Mm-hmm. And he said that he... Uh, Do you run? He said, it's there you go. Unbelievable. <laughs> we had a little guest spot. <laughs> he pretty much said, you know what, fuck, fuck her. Fire her, hire me, and I'll donate everything I, I like you know, anything I would make for this to the Salvation Army. Yeah. 
So he's kind of sticking it up, uh, you know, her ass if it ever happened. And I, I think it's great. And I think they should they should do it. And th- this is a chick who I think, uh, isn't she English? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I know the name, and I think I might have heard one or two of her songs before. Uh, but she's not like a Mariah Carey or like a Lady Gaga, like that yeah. kind of A-list singer to be like holding up the NFL, you know? Yeah, she's, yeah, she is British. Uh, but yeah, she's just like, like the balls on these people. Like, I'm, who do you think you are? I'm all about the Salvation Army. Yeah. You know, but there's ways to go about it. This isn't one of them. Yeah, to sit there and like, I mean, this is an organization that donates to their whole thing is to for donations you know the red kettles mm-hmm. you know you see them at the mall in front of the you know grocery store ringing the bell that's that's them that's yeah. their whole thing is we need donations because we want to help the less fortunate yeah and then this chick's gonna sit there and say well you can't help your own organization you need to help another organization or I'm not gonna do this show mm-hmm. and it's I guess during the uh, Dallas game, that she was supposed to perform, you know, because there's three games that day. But I guess she was supposed to be at the Dallas game, which is usually the, I don't, it's the the afternoon one, not the not the early one, not the lunch one. It's the, like, the mid-game one. So, and, it's like the in-between game. Yeah, the in-between game. Right. And Jerry Jones has always been a big supporter of the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, Ezekiel, he jumped into the big kettle and all that? Like, yes, that's he's right. Always been a, he's always been a big... Uh, you know, proponent of helping out this organization. Right. And have this broad, you know, do that. I mean, like, what an asshole she is. Yeah. No, those Brits are usually assholes. Yeah. So, I, I hope that they, they don't use her and that this guy comes on and he fucking rocks the place out. <laughs> oh. So. Well, so I have, a, I have a good story, a feel-good story. It'll warm Speaking the of transgender of people, what was that? It'll warm the cockles of my heart. I don't know about that. Uh, a transgender father used his own egg to conceive his four-year-old son. Um, yeah, like this kid ain't gonna have fucking issues. Oh, I mean, re- I mean, <laughs> I know we we talked about South Park a couple. A couple well, actually, it was last week. I remember there was an episode, like the early episode, where Cartman's mom, like they said Cartman's mom was a hermaphrodite, like had both male and female parts, and then she gave birth to him. And, consi- and Oops, I just spilled my beer everywhere. I, I heard it. <laughs> I'm having a shit night. <laughs> it got on my goddamn slippers and everything. I didn't know if you spilled your beer or you just had a really, really wet short. No, I fucking, I spilled it into my fucking slipper like it's it's in there. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. <laughs> I had it. it <laughs> I, I'm, putting, I, I'm, 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 I'm marking it down. I'm putting the pin in the, in, on the map right now. This has been my favorite Skype. And I'm... I mean... Fucking People, hate. so you understand, we do these Skype episodes just to make sure that you get a show every week. Yeah. But it's not my favorite. I I, I like being with Joe. I, I like, like, I like being next to him. And, but this one, this one has been quite enjoyable for me. This one, I, I don't know if I've laughed this hard during a, during a uh, Skype episode ever. 
I can't. I'm literally. I have my feet spread apart so my feet won't sit, won't be in the beer. I can't put my slippers on because they're soaking wet. And I just wasted half a beer. I had my beer in between my legs because I wanted to read the article and it just kind of fell down. Did it break though? No, no, it didn't even hit the floor. It just because I caught it. But the oh, fucking, okay. you know, the beer. This sucks. God damn it. <laughs> Any this fucking transgender story fucked me up. Yeah. So Seth and Leah Marlowe of Roanoke, uh, Virginia, welcome. Virginia. Little, yeah, welcome little Arlo four years ago using reciprocal in vitro fertilization, which sets egg combined with donor sperm to make an embryo that was then carried to term by Leah. Try to make sense of that one. That's really. Yeah, fucking I, weird. Seth transitioned in 2003, uh, underwent a double mastectomy in 2005, uh, takes weekly testosterone shots. Is it making you vomit? Is that why you're burping? Thinking about this? like You're having a little bit of upchuck here? I'm, really, this is a, I'm having a rough night here. <laughs> <laughs> he kept his ovaries um, in part to one day start a family. Um, but in order to kind of do this, he had to get off the testosterone and he had to start menstruating again. I, I don't fucking know. People are weird, dude. <laughs> right. One, like, that's the whole thing. Like, you have to stay on these hormone pills or else you revert back because your body is saying you are a female. Right. Like, I, I just don't get it. I, and now... Was alright. This guy, this dude, was originally a chick. Correct. Was the now in their present status as him being a man? Is his wife a woman? Yes. And was she always a woman? I believe so. I'm looking at a picture of her. Why can't she just get fucking pregnant? Like it's like they almost do this so that their name gets in the news. That's what it's getting. You know, that's a good point. Why would you... If you want to be a dude, why would you get off the hormone pills, start having a period again, to, like... It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, why would they use his egg? Yeah. Or why... If he knew that he was doing this, why didn't they harvest his eggs before this? It's like they almost did this on purpose so that their name could be in the paper. You know, you're not... You're not totally off... uh off base with that it, it, it yeah. seems like this could have been a lot simpler if you just kind of don't put the sperm into the woman instead yeah. of the trans instead of taking the transgender man's egg and putting yeah. it into his wife it's almost yeah, now, like now who carried the baby she did the the, the real woman the real woman carried yeah, the baby unless she had like maybe like uh you know ovarian cancer where she couldn't like i maybe get that maybe i get that a little bit but mm-hmm. this, if she didn't this was just totally unnecessary yeah this was totally unnecessary i agree it's like almost going instead of going from point a to b you're going like around the mountain and like through the river yeah. and just to get to the, uh this the to point b it, it, it yeah. really makes no sense 
I think you might be onto something. It seems kind of like I'm the, you know, the first one of the first men to do this. Like, or yeah, first, you I'm, know, I'm transgender gonna, people. You know, I'm going to do this so that my name gets in the paper and it just, just, ugh, these people are so stupid. Yeah, it, it's retarded. But you want to, you want to, you know, speak about retarded, and I, I hate using that word. But, I hate using it too, but for this one, it does. Yeah, for this one, it does. Um, Brett Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. Justice Kavanaugh, his accuser, Christy Blasey Ford, has been honored with the ACLU's Courage Award. So apparently, <laughs> we hand out awards to fucking liars. Yeah. Flat out fucking liars, we hand them awards. Um, in a rare public appearance to pick up the award, the woman who accused... Uh, Kavanaugh of sexual assault says she has had responsibility to come forward with a lie. Hmm. With a lie. And it, you know what? You look at, there's actually a picture of her in the uh, the um, article. She she definitely got some money out of this whole thing. You think so? Because she got like a facelift. She, you know, she ditched her fucking, those nerd glasses she wore. You know, she probably got, it, it's just amazing. What the fuck As is she said, when, when, I, when I came forward last September, I did not feel courageous. I was simply doing my duty as a citizen. I understand that not everyone would welcome my information, and I was prepared for varieties of outcomes, including being dismissed. Because you didn't bring anything forward. You lied. What it, is it's a, just amazing. What is a courage award? It, it's... And why is it given to her and not to, like, a firefighter who goes into a burning building or a cop who goes into a shootout at, at a bank robbery? You know, like... Because the ACLU is a pro or an anti-Republican, pro-libtard organization that, because it, that she almost ruined a man's career in life, she's going to get an award for it, for being a liar. That's, that's essentially what it is. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Had I mean, I I think you I think my daughter in the next room could make up a story more believable than hers. Yeah. Just about anything. Yeah, you know, like aliens landing, uh, time travel, anything. She can make up a better story than what this this broad did. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they shit. give her an award for it, it's like you know what. All you young women out there, and young women or young men, young people, let's just say that, young people, mm-hmm. you can make a lie about anyone, and if we back you because it damages someone else and their reputation that we don't like, you get an award for it. Yeah. You know? It's just amazing. And this whole thing was just, it, this was to make an, uh, you know, just to throw another dart at Kavanaugh and mm-hmm. take a jab at Trump. That's all it was. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's, it, uh, I can't stand shit like that. I'm with just, you. Just ridiculous. I'm with you. But. Well, speaking of an, of a libtard, <laughs> this, this story, I, I, I watched a video about 50 times in a row. Yeah. 
Um, I can't remember who he was on with. Um, well, he was on MSNBC. The guy who does the hard ball. Okay. Uh, Chris Matthews. And the complaint that I've heard from... I have it up, if you want to hear it. Yeah, if you want to play it, I'm always up for a good laugh. Okay, it was uh, Eric Stallwell. Yes. Who was, uh, he's a what, a representative of what? Uh, California. Okay, California. Yeah, uh, he, he appears to fart live on the air during the Trump impeachment interview. Um, yeah, and, and, um, uh, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, it was a thunderous, it was a thunderous go. Yeah. It was not a squeaker. This thing was a, a rumbler. Uh, let's see if we can hear it. It's uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans all last week was that you don't have anyone who heard the call. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans... All- you heard it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, is, I mean that was... Unless someone... In the room was just going like that whole like hand to mouth thing like <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. That I was don't know, a fart. You, when when it goes off, you actually see like a small flinch. Oh, <laughs> like there's a small like like I'm gonna try to let this one go, and I hope it's silent. And then when it wasn't, it was like shit. He kind of he had like a there was like a half a millisecond of panic. I have. Was, uh, I don't think he was sure if he shit himself. If it, was, if it was definitely picked up and That hurt. definitely, it didn't sound like a shit your pants fart. It definitely sounded like he pushed it out and ho- like he thought it was going to be a silent one, but it fooled him. Yeah, oh yeah. It fooled him big time. It jumped up and bit him in the ass. But that definitely felt like like you contracted your stomach muscles to kind of like to really fart that one out. And it, well, I uh, mean, think about it. He was talking about the Trump impeachment, which is, we haven't really covered it. But it's not been going very well for them. It's no. all, you know, just what people's feelings are, hearsay, right. things along those lines. Uh. And now this guy talks about, oh, he's guilty of it. It just shows Eric Stalwell is just full of shit. Mm. Or farts, however you want to look at it. But right. I, I, got a, I got a great chuckle out of that. Probably, I, I may have watched that for a good half hour at work and laughed for a half hour straight. Oh, really? Oh yeah, I would like I would I would like catch my breath, and I'd play it again, and then just keep laughing. <laughs> I watched like once or twice. I'm like, ah, good for him. <laughs> oh, I, I I just I can't stand that guy. He is such an idiot. He is so stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and and he's like one of those. We may have a, we may have one of our friends who uh, likes to tell embarrassing stories about himself because which one. <laughs> The main one that that usually tells really embarrassing, st- like really embarrassing stories. Okay, I mean we usually say his name, don't we? But well, I, uh, all right, for, tell your story. Tell your story. I'm sorry. But he he tells them, and he he enjoys the. Uh, I think he enjoys the the okay. chuckling that we get out of it. Yeah, he does. Where this guy does the opposite. He's so stupid. Like he'll go on like Fox News, get completely obliterated. And like he keeps coming back for more, and it's like we laugh with our, we laugh with our friend about his silly stories, but this guy just gets humiliated, and it's just it's sad. It's sad how like dumb he is. 
it's it's just it's unbelievable. And then to sit there, like if I was him, I would have just like I would have pooped and just been like, you know what? Interview's over. I'm gonna go retire. Like, I, I, like from now on, this guy is gonna be known as like the the, the farting king. What like, he should have done, what could have won him over, is if he mentioned it. Like if he just kind of was just like woof. <laughs> You know, like at that point, everyone heard it. Like he, he obviously hopes it didn't. It wasn't heard, but like, oh, it was. I, I don't know. I, I, if you made fun of it yourself, like it would totally just kind of, it would disappear. Or I would have just done like something like this. Like this Trump, he's such a crook. He gets me so sick to my stomach. I can't even hold it. Like something like that. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like of play off it. Yeah, but like. To just like it just shows like what kind of psycho he is. Like he didn't lift his leg, he didn't acknowledge it. Like there was no snicker. No, like, I'm sorry. I, I, every time I fart, I give like a little snicker. Like, I do too. Like, like even if it's just like the corner of my mouth, like kind of curls up into like a half smile. Yeah. Like I acknowledge the fact that I just I I made it too. And it, to me, it's funny. And a, a fart will always be funny to me. Mm-hmm. And I will. Even my wife knows. Like, if I sit there and, like, she looks over and I'm just, like, kind of, like, smiling. And it, like, we're watching a serious movie or, like, a horror movie. And I got, like, a smile on my face. She's like, you farted, didn't you? And I'm just, like, <laughs> like giggling. Yeah. I'm like a five-year-old with, like, a, a fart. Yeah. I'm, what kind uh, of psycho, what kind of psychopath, like, doesn't lift his leg, doesn't, you know, well, anything he's, like that. He, he is on air. Oh, he's if, definitely on air. If you lift, if you lift your leg, you're—I mean, it's—it's it's so obvious. If you lift your leg to like do it, like it's so obvious. He—he he wanted it to be silent. He pushed it out because he was probably uncomfortable. Oh yeah. He pushed it out. It was louder than he thought it was going to be, and uh, that's it. Obviously, if this was like a, some kind of like podcast where his face wasn't shown, he might have kind of—he might have kind of done it, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever let one rip it uh, work? All the time, <laughs> all the all the time. Like I would say at least three, four times a day. Like, Monday uh, was it Monday? But like where people can hear it. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure people have. I've had some bad. I farted. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was recently. I farted, and within seconds, my manager walked into my cubicle. I was just like, oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And, I, and I'm, like, pressing my ass down against my chair, and I'm like, please, just don't, please don't escape. Please don't escape. <laughs> but, um. Did you have some test runs before that that were bad smelling? Or was that the first part of the morning? Nah, I think I had, and that was I definitely had a gassy, a gassy morning. I got a, a um, there's an empty cubicle, a couple you down. You know you crop dusted an empty cubicle. No, 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 no. Listen to this. Listen to this. There's an empty cubicle, a couple, couple cubicles down. I fart so much, my chair stinks. So what I do is once a month. I'll take the chair I have and I'll switch it with the chair in the empty cubicle. And okay. I just keep out. So I let that one air out. I fart up the other one and then I just keep trading on and off. 
So like they kind of air out. Now, what if your other coworkers are doing the same thing, and now your <laughs> butthole is like kissing their farts? Um, I never see anyone else do it. So, and I'm usually one of the first people there in the morning. Is it a cloth chair? Or is it leather? It's cloth. Okay, so, so it really seeps. Oh in yeah, there. It, it's it's embedded in there. Okay, and it stinks. Like I, it's I, <laughs> I had a um, I dropped my pen, and I you know I had a off my chair and get under the desk and get it and I caught a whiff and I almost passed out. It was bad. Is that bad? Because it's like about a month's worth of farts in there. Okay. So, and especially like on days after I drink or if like, uh, I eat like shitty the the day before. Um, I think it was on Monday, this past Monday, I was farting all day. Like I had to wash my pants when I got home after a day of washing them because they were just, they, they stunk. It stunk. Right. Yeah, it, it can be bad. It can be bad. Yeah, like if if I if I have to fart at work, I'll, I'll maybe like cut around the corner, but I'll, I'll let it rip. I don't. I, I mean, it'll be as loud as it wants to be. I'm not, I'm not really. Uh, yeah, but you have your own office, right? Well, there's one area that we all kind of just hang out in. Okay. And we'll bullshit there. But like, if if I got the urge, I'll like go around the corner and and just you know let a loud one go. But I do that <laughs> just so the smell ain't there, you know. And I'll sit right. there for a minute. And then I'll walk back and, and kind of, it'll be dissipated by the time I get back. Yeah. If I'm ever out, like, uh, if I'm out of, out of the office, I will, uh, like, if I let one go, like, if we're all, like, say, getting out of the out of our cars and we're all standing around, I will, uh, I'll let one go. And I'll just kind of, like, I, I always look over my shoulder, like, like, it, like it, it didn't come from me. Like, someone behind me did it. It's kind of like my running joke. Okay. I've yes. do, I've done see there's not there's not there's not a lot of like private areas to go I have like this little hallway I go down to if I need to like talk on the phone or something and sometimes I'll do it there um, usually I'll just do it in the bathroom if there's no one in there um, oh yeah so I have my spots but for the most part it's going right into the chair but you you got it where you're what like in an open area where there's like. Could it go, flow over a cubicle into the next one? Um, uh, it, it can, and I'm sure it has. <laughs> sure it do, has. You, do you like just play dumb to it, or are you like? I won't. No, I, I won't. I won't admit to it. No, but no like, one said anything. Sometimes I'll like, I'll be standing there, like if we're if we're in a tight thing, and like if it was me, I, I blame other people. I'm like, Ooh. it's hard because there's not Ooh. a lot of people. There's not a lot of people in the section I'm in. Okay. So and we're kind of separate. Like, there's the cubicle. Do you have high cubicles, or is it like when you're sitting, you can see over it? No, they're they're. If I stand up, it's like maybe up to my chest. They're like four foot high. Okay. I would say, yeah, that's about right. Maybe a little over four feet, but. Oh, so there could definitely be some like fog flowing over the the cubicle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you have like a what? Is it like? Is it U shaped or is it more like uh, like is the one side that's open to the hallway, if you will, like completely open, or is it like there? You know what I'm saying? No. Like if oh, this it, was your opening, is the whole thing like open? Oh yeah, the hallway, or is it like no whole thing's open? It's like okay. it's like I have three walls. Okay. In front of me, on the left hand side, and behind me. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I'm up in my office, like my soul, like where it's just me up there, uh, the we don't have uh, like heating up there. What we have is we have an AC unit that does AC and it does heat in the winter. Mm-hmm. And in the, I usually I tape up uh, like uh, Manila envelopes because they're a little bit thicker mm-hmm. to have it blow right down on me because it it's like right above me. Right, right over my shoulder. Okay. So if it's if it's blowing out, it blows across the room before I get it. So like in the in the. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like I, I could I could be sitting there with that thing on full bore heat or full bore coal, and I'm either freezing or sweating because like it's not it's not getting to me. Right. So I put the Manila envelope there, so it shoots down on me, and it'll it'll get hot every once in a while. And if I let a let a stinker out and it's uh it's hot, it's like wow, like I got to get out of that office. Really. Yeah, because it like it, the way that the heat blows, it blows like kind of right over my head. So like uh, the fart will come up, hit the heat, and just keep getting recycled in like a, a vacuum of, of poo smell oof. that just encompasses my, my head. And like I gotta like break the I gotta like break out of that like wind tunnel. Yeah, that's that stinks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like bad. That's like stale fart air. Oh yeah. And then like I'll have uh, I'll have some of like the. Uh, other women around, like they'll come up and they'll like walk by my office. And if I got the door open, like I feel bad. I'm like, <laughs> they might walk into that. So if I let, a, I, I have a, I have a thing of like Febreze right by my desk. Yeah. Like, right in my desk. So if I let a bad one go, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like closing the place down. Wonderful. Yeah. Um. So. Let's uh, let's hit up our dumbass of the week. Oh yeah, it's right from the great state of New York. <laughs> yeah, a uh, Cornell, the dean from Cornell. I'm going to try to get his name. I don't know if it has it in the article. The internet is running a little slow here. Okay. Um, it's it's Cornell's assistant dean for students, Joseph Scafido. S C A double F I D O, two F's, two F's. S O S C A. Okay, Scafido. Yeah. Okay. Um, he has casually endorsed inviting an ISIS freedom fighter to conduct a training camp for students at the Upstate Ithaca campus. Ithaca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, so he, this guy. This guy has, like, read the news, or heard news in the past, like, few uh, decades where, you know, they want to, like, kill us, and you're going to sit there and, and, and say that it's okay that they come to the campus? I was going to say, I guess he wants the schools to blow up. <laughs> yeah. I guess he must like Ithaca better. He just wants Cornell to get wiped off the face <laughs> of the earth. Apparently. But, yeah, I, I mean, what an idiot. And, and this is an Ivy League school. Like, it just shows that, you know what? Is Cornell Ivy League? Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what else? Uh, I heard Hofstra's Ivy League, too. I heard that as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rumor from about 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's okay with with these 
terrorists coming and being at the school. That's 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 real good. Let's just let them into more shit. Yeah. No. And then when something bad happens, they're going to be like, well, you know, something we, stopped. We, we didn't think it was going to happen. You know, how would we know? How would we know? Yeah. 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 I guess he said the university is not going to look at different groups and say you're not allowed to support that group because we don't believe them or something like that. I'm, I think it's just the opposite. I think the university wants the entire community to understand what's going on in all parts of the world. Yes, they um, they do not want women to have a, a voice. They throw gay people off of buildings. They behead people. Yep, they're, they're all in the name of a of a um, religion of peace. This is just more liberal thinking. Where it's yeah. like, well, there are people too, and we gotta accept them for what they are, and all that fucking bullshit. But then when they yeah. fucking Which, kill kill your fucking mother and and sister and girlfriend and whatever, then you're fucking crying about it on the news. Yeah, yeah. They they uh, this is the problem with them. You know what? We need to have a. I don't want to say we need to have a little hate in our hearts, but we have to always stay on our toes. I think. And to have that, you know what, me looking over my shoulder always makes me a little more, um, I guess, ready to act if something happened. Right. And I kind of, right. I, I don't want to say I kind of like that, but I, again, I don't want to get complacent. Complacency will kill you. And when you have groups like that are, you know, oh, we love everyone, we love everyone, get rid of this, you know, that's what just makes me sick. And these are the same people that are. You know, we have to love everyone. We have to we have to accept everything. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't be prejudiced. We can't hate. But we want to take your guns. It's okay to murder babies. Like it, it just it, if you don't agree with their ideology, you're wrong, and you're a racist, and you're a homophobe, and a xenophobe, and a phobophobophobe. Mm-hmm. But if you you know if they tell you something, you have to agree with it. And, that, and that's what I just love about these people. They're just such jerk-offs. So yeah. he's definitely our dumbass of the week. Absolutely. What a dumbass statement. Well, ISIS isn't even really around anymore, right? They're kind of no, like... because Trump uh, annihilated them. Yeah, well, they're, I mean, I'm sure there's out there. I'm sure they're just kind of lying dormant for the time being. Kind of like Al-Qaeda. But, uh... Hey, you know what? Listen, if he wants these people there and they blow up the school, then... It's his fucking fault. Well. Yeah. It just, uh... They just... Uh, how dumb can you be? Yeah. Uh, you can be pretty fucking dumb, apparently. Yeah. Um, Alright, well, follow us on Twitter. Bull in the Ring PC. Instagram, Bull Ring PC. On Facebook under Joe Tom or Bull in the Ring. Uh, we are on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music. If you're listening to us on Apple Music, please rate and review us. That will help us get up in the charts a little bit so you can find us easier or other people yeah. find us easier. Um, for the most part, we're on every platform for podcasting. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, anything you'd like to add? Um, hopefully this isn't my last uh, show because I have to do that 5K tomorrow. And I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to Tom and his family on the 5K and uh, yeah. surviving the next 48 hours of little to no sleep. Yes. <laughs> um, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Yes. Eat up and uh, 
try and get drunk. I hope I do. And if you have, if, you know, if you have any funny um, Thanksgiving family stories, email us. Yeah. And, and if, if if we like you, we'll 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 give you a little uh, shout out. Yeah, I'd like that'd be that'd be fun to do. Yeah, message message us on Facebook or tweet us or Instagram us, and yeah, we'll tell you a story next week. Yeah. All right. Well, we're Joe. Tom. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Union suits forever. That's right.